back with another exciting episode of Rick's Horror Movie Review Show. That's Rick's Rated R Horror Movie Review Show, where we review all things related to horror. Horror movies, horror TV shows, horror documentaries, horror primetime specials from the 1990s featuring Barbara Walters. I'm Barbara Walters. And I'm Hugh Dow. Hell, we even did our own short story featuring Chad GTP called Echoes of 2084 because around here, we absolutely love everything and anything that has to do with horror. But if I am honest with you all, there's a very special type of horror that really hits home. Really, really, really gets me going. And that's horror that deals with the Catholic Church and demonic possession. But I also love horror stories that deal with zombies or maybe a witch's coven. But I'm a sucker for just a regular good old ghost story that haunts a home. It lives in your attic. It dwells in your basement. It sleeps under your bed because you know what? Fuck it. It's not going anywhere. It's there to haunt you. And there ain't a damn thing that you can do about it. If you are new to a show, you picked a special episode to join us. This is our 50th and final episode of season one. And Billy, can you believe that we have done 50 of these sons of bitches? We're still here somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. I, uh, I'm actually surprised that, uh, you know, that. We that we passed that we went past beyond two to be honest with you. I was that was really. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm really happy and excited to be here for the fiftieth episode. And uh, congratulations to you. And uh, this one's for you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations to you. And uh, here's to uh, another fifty. Here's one. Well, thank you very much, Billy, and thank you to you as well for being a part and uh, an epic part of this show. Thank you so much, Billy. Oh, yeah, I really appreciate it. Uh, thank you for having me here, and uh, let's get it done. Let's get her done indeed. And as, as I just mentioned, by the way, I welcomed the new listeners. Welcome to our 50th and final episode of season number one. But if you're a returning listener, welcome back to you. We couldn't have done this without you out there listening. So welcome back and thank you so much for being here on what is going to be our final and uh, 50th episode of season number one. And I thought, you know, what the hell? Everything will be fine. We got to get back to the future, Marty. Now, what would an episode of this show be if I didn't squeeze one of those in there, huh, Billy? I mean, come on. Did you really have to? Uh, I'm not even surprised to be on. I'm a huge Back to the Future fan, and if you tuned in to episode number 49, then you would have gotten a glimpse at the amazing Halloween, I'm sorry, <laughs> amazing Christmas gift I received. Take a look at episode 49 for that. An amazing gift. Billy, you remember it, right? Uh, oh, Lord, oh, Lord. Nah, you even played the music too. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. In our 50th episode, we're going to change this up a little bit because we're not going to review a new film. Instead, we are going to talk about 
the films that we reviewed this year. Now, this list only includes films that we reviewed. There is, at the very least, one film that I saw this year that is not going to be on this list. It should be, probably. But unfortunately, we're going to have to save that for next year. All right. So anyway, let's uh, just, just drop right into uh, this end of the year best of episode. Uh, can, uh, can we get a little bit of that music maybe going? This one? Yeah, that's the one. Get it done. Yep. Get her done. Okay. So, I'm going to this bad boy is a little too loud. <laughs> the, uh... <laughs> Let's put this thing away. Um, okay, so, end of the year, best of special. And we're going to talk about the top five films that we reviewed right here on Rick's Rated R Horror Movie Review Show. And the top five in... Order from, you know, let me say least favorite to favorite, but the one that I thought number one will be the best movie of the year, in my opinion. Top five, but it will be in order of bestest. The bestest. All right, let's get this done. Yeah, coming in at number five, the movie. Talk to me. Talk to me. Take a bow, talk to me. What an absolutely amazing film. I'll only say a couple of things from the things that I liked about this film. If you have not seen Talk To Me, tell me why. Talk to me. Why haven't you seen this? Go watch this film. By the way, this is... Hi, I'm Rick, and I recommend Talk To Me. Watch this movie. Yes. Well, I endorse this film. Go watch this film. You must. Before the year is over. Take the last few days of the year off. Tell your boss that you're sick. And uh, and go watch these movies. So the things I liked. Sponsored as usual. Bye. No one. Okay. Number one. Great makeup. This film had great makeup. I don't think it has the greatest budget or the largest budget I've ever seen in a production, but it certainly had amazing, amazing makeup. So much so that I put it in the thing that I like. It also had a gripping soundtrack and sound effects. I felt everything that these characters were feeling, whether it was a bone crunching sound or an epic little piece of score that really drove the point home of what the story or the visual in the story was trying to tell. Great makeup, great sound effects, great score, great acting. I know it's overstated to say, but honestly, they did a tremendous job. If you are a frequent listener of this show, you'll know it's by now. I like watching films where I don't know who any of the actors are. It helps me get involved and lost in the story. I feel like I'm experiencing these events with these characters and these characters are real people. And of course, great concept for a story. Such a simple story, but so well told. No inter, you know, interweaved plot lines. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. Just, just one. Very linear, well told story, and that's all you really need. So talk to me. We gave this film when we reviewed it 
at the beginning of the year, or later, at the beginning of the show, I should say, we gave this film a 7 out of 10. And frankly, if I was to change this rating, I'd give it something closer to an 8 or a 9, because it's settled now. I feel good about this film. I, had, I didn't see anything that I thought was uh, comparable to this, so I'll give it another point. Just for being unique in that sense, and congratulations for being a top five talk to me. Billy, what do you think about that? Yeah, I agree with you. Talk to me was, uh, I think, a great film. A great story, like you just said. Uh, uh, you know, not something that uh, you typically see, but I think, uh, you know, it, it definitely deserves to be on this list. So, yeah, congratulations to, to Talk to Me, and welcome to the 2023 top five of uh, Rick's uh, Rated R horror movie review show let's get it done that's right billy let's continue okay coming in uh number four <laughs> you knew this movie was gonna be in here and a homage to back to the future marty of course i had to put this film in here and if i'm talking about the music crescendo I'm talking about Back to the... F no, I'm talking about Total Killer, Marty. I love this movie for many reasons. If you don't know this, if you're, not a, if you're new to the show, you don't know this, but I'm not a fan of slashers. This happened to be one of a few slashers I really enjoyed this year. Totally Killer. Time-traveling horror film. Sign me up. Where do I sign? Shut up and take my money. The things I like, the grandfather paradox is explored a slight bit with some changes. We're all familiar with the grandfather paradox. If you're familiar with time travel movies, especially one like Back to the Future, Marty. But it also, I think, added a couple of things, such as the Novikov self-consistency principle, which, by the way, if you have no idea what I just said, go watch our episode. I'm totally killer because Billy... Did an amazing job at explaining that to us, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, I tried my best. I, I want to make sure that the audience really understand. Do you, do you mind if I go over it again right now? We can, we can do it again. Not need it. They can go watch that episode if... Actually, listen to that episode. <laughs> we weren't doing visual shit. Go listen to that episode uh, everywhere you get uh, your podcast. And figure out what that is. Or rather, we'll explain to you what that is. I think, to me, personally, it's a spiritual successor to Back to the Future. I called it Back to the Future 4. And I know there's actually a video game called Back to the Future, so maybe we'll call this Back to the Future 5. Anyway, the whole point here is it's an homage to Back to the Future, but it also has elements of slasher films from the 80s and 90s as well. So it's really it's an homage to films of the 80s and 90s with time traveling involved, but... Back to the Future specifically is actually mentioned in the story, in the film. The main character herself considers herself Marty. You gotta come back with me, Marty. Back to the Future. What else do I need to say about this film? Uh, hilariously, you know, depicting or self-deprecating humor that dealt with racism and sexism and bullying and shit that went down in the 1980s with a hilarious twist the overall changes that have occurred in american society since the 1980s a view from the past and how it's changing the future in real time and add an element 
to the films Back to the Future that we really didn't get to see then. We got to see in this film. So really taking that formula and improving it just a tad bit. This film, when we reviewed it, got a 10 out of 10. And that's going to stay that way. Congratulations, Totally Killer, for making our top five list this year. Coming in at number four. Think about all right. And now. Wow, that was really, uh, that was really. Uh, I, I like how that music just kind of ended uh, a little bit on time there. That's really good. Hey, that's what we're doing here. We're here to entertain. And back to this one, because I really enjoy it. Coming in at number three in Rick Slater, our horror movie review show, top five of the year in horror, a little film by the name of The Dark and the Wicked. If you have not seen The Dark and the Wicked, my goodness, you do not know what you are missing. This film was an absolute dandy. I absolutely love The Dark and the Wicked for many reasons, and among them are, well, the story. It's simple. Very simple. But so effective. Again, just like uh, Totally Killer. Not a complex plot, not a million moving parts, all trying to come together at the end to form a cohesive unit, a machine that works. None of that. A very simple, linear story that is well told, well acted, well executed. Congratulations. The Dark and the Wicked coming in at number three. Among some of the things that I liked, again, the fact that it's just a simple story. The title, The Dark and the Wicked. This summer, only in theaters, a story about things that are dark and wicked. A film that'll show you how dark things can get, but also how wicked shit can be. This film is not intended for children or people who is a little offended. The Dark and the Wicked, this will in tears only. The Dark and the Wicked, what an amazing title. The, the promotional artwork. If you're a frequent listener of the show, you know I do not read anything about a film. I based everything entirely on this cover. Or the movie poster of the movie art. I don't like reading about it. I don't want anything to be spoiled. If I like the poster, I will watch it. I don't want anyone to tell me anything about it. I don't go into IMDBs. I don't go on the, you know, on the TikToks to research things. I just watch a film. I don't want anything to be ruined. I want to be surprised. I want to be surprised. Damn it. The promotional artwork was phenomenal. If you have not seen The Dark and the Wicked, or if you have not listened to our episode of The Dark and the Wicked, go check that one out now. That's one of those that we were still doing only audio, but it's a good one. I suggest you go see it. I absolutely love that movie, and congratulations. <laughs> the Dark and the Wicked for coming in at number three on Rick's top five horror movies of the year. 
Moving on to... Oh, yeah. This is a special. This movie has been out for a while. Bill, how long has been... Uh, has uh, uh, Alien been out? Do you know? Uh, yeah, this movie came out in uh, 1978, 1979. So it's been around uh, for quite some time. Yes, uh, almost uh, half a century, to be honest. Though. It's been a while. Yep, yep, yep. Alien, absolutely congratulations for coming in at number two in our top films of the year here in the top number five and several things I liked about Alien. My goodness, I cannot believe, I cannot believe that I've never seen this film. Some of the things that I liked about this film, and by the way, as usual, sponsored by... Absolutely no one. The tagline for Alien. In space, no one can hear you scream. My goodness. Can you imagine that? Obviously, that makes complete sense because sound waves do not travel in space. Sorry, sound. So the tagline, no one can hear you scream. It's a space drama. You know this about my, uh, my, uh, my inclinations, what I like, what I believe in. I am not a huge fan of fabricated drama movies. I just don't like it. It's, ah, it's cringy. I don't like it. But you put drama in space. Sign me up. <laughs> in space, everything is just dramatic. I'm going into my Jerry Seinfeld again. They put space drama in together. What's up with that? Anything in space will be dramatic because you don't have the luxury, the protection, the atmosphere of your home planet, Mother Earth, protecting you from solar radiation, from micro asteroids, micrometeorites, from everything and anything that is trying to kill you in space. Which, by the way, no one can hear you scream. You don't need to fabricate shit in space. It's just deadly. Which is why we appreciate our Mother Earth. Son. Give it up for Mother Earth. So I loved, I loved how dramatic this horror film was set in space. Look, I'm going to say a little bit of spoiler shit here. This movie's been out for almost 50 years. If you haven't seen this, I'm sorry. Go listen to our episode on Alien, which we reviewed. Check that out one of my favorite ones but what i'm getting at here is it is so well done so well the, probably the very first instance of a space horror film or at the very least the trendsetter in terms of space horror yeah you you had the corny you know corny 1950s creepy men from mars yeah the marshman attack six million miles Six million trillion miles from Earth. Summer of night. Ah, summer 1955. Go on our greatest adventure yet. Six million million miles from Earth, where humankind encounters species like never before. Join us for a space adventure, the likes of which you've never seen before. The motion picture event of the year. Super crazy alien men from Mars. This film is not yet rated. That kind of shit. 
yeah, that kind of stuff existed, but those were called space adventures more than really horror films. Yeah, you had, you know, the creepy alien with the creepy costumes, but, ah, you know, if you're looking back on it, it doesn't really eat that well, you know, they're not really that scary. Alien, on the other hand, all of the elements of a slasher. By the way, I didn't, by the way, I mentioned, I don't, I don't, I don't the slashes, but my goodness, this is the second slasher on our list. Holy killer. Oh, absolutely. If you don't know this, Alien is a space slasher. In fact, they should just dedicate, at, at the very least, one space slasher per year. I'm sorry. It just must be done. Billy, what do you think about space slashers? I mean, you, I, I'm really surprised. I think the, you know, the, the sub-genre, space sub-sub-genre, maybe, because slashers are already a... Uh, a a subgenre of horror, so maybe a sub a subgenre of uh, horror would be a space slasher. Yeah, I mean, I mean that would be an interesting film. Uh, actually, as a matter of fact, I think they're making more alien stuff, and uh, I think an alien show comes out next year. I think you are absolutely right. Anyway, Alien coming in at number three, and when I reviewed this, and I remember this vividly, I remember thinking so hard about this. To me, this movie would have been a 10 if this show took place in the 1970s, 1978. If, we were, if this was Rick's horror movie review show in 1978, 79, this movie would have been a 10. I would have been blown away. I was blown away. The only thing is there's some things in this movie that do feel a little dated. You can imagine. Technology has advanced filming techniques. Uh, the machines by which you capture film, the motion pictures. All of this stuff has changed in advance in the last somewhat 50 years. So, of course, there's things that we have available to that we've become accustomed to in terms of filmmaking that I wasn't available to then. But I gave this movie a nine. And I think it's a well-deserved night. So, congratulations, Alien, for coming in at number two on our list of top five horror films on Rick's Rated Our Horror Movie Review Show this year. And without further ado... The number one horror film that we reviewed this year. It should come to no one's surprise. It should come to surprise. <laughs> oh, no. Brown cow. Oh, no, brown cow. I got to do my, uh, my speaking exercises here. This film blew me away. It was different. It was exciting. It was scary. Now, you know this. I give films a rating on the scary scale. This is one of the rare ones that got anything above or one or a two. Stuff just doesn't scare me so much. In fact, the reason why this show exists is because shit makes me laugh. Horror films make me laugh. It's just tickle a funny bone. But there's something special I'm talking about. The number one film of the year in terms of horror, right here on Rick's Rated Our Horror Movie Review Show. And how long will I delay telling you what movie this is? No longer the film is when evil lurks. My goodness, take a well-deserved bow when evil lurks. What an absolute dandy of a film. Among some of the things I liked about this film, a great story. Absolutely phenomenal story. Demonic possession, but the kind of demonic possession that I really, really enjoy. These taunting demons. Fuck you. 
back. <laughs> You'll never stop me. But not only do they taunt you, they play with you. They fuck with your brain. They tell you to do things or things that are going to happen that, uh, you know, that will eventually really jack you up or you or somebody in your family. And there's nothing you can do about it. My goodness. But also, and I'm, uh, I'm overruling this now, all right? Spoilerful territory here. But in this story, the fact that demonic possession was spread like a virus. You know, the elements of a good horror, zombie horror film, you know, like how is this virus spreading? Well, typically you get bit and you become, uh, you know, the undead. Give me brain. The same concept of, uh, you know, demonic, or rather, uh, you know, becoming possessed, a viral demonic possession, which I haven't seen. And by the way, if there's something out there like this, recommend it to me. I'd love to see it. I have never seen demonic possession via viral infection like this. Airborne demonic possession, we'll call it. And I found it absolutely fascinating. I loved that this movie was hard and it was fast and there were some moments of levity. By the way, among one of the things that I really, really enjoy about horror films, it's not like overdone, corny humor. I'm just looking at you, Freddy Krueger. Uh, <laughs> but just moments of levity to let the audience and the characters and the story breathe, give them just a slight breather from all the crazy shit that's happening to them in the story. Let me think for a second. It offers few, but really critical points of levity in the story, and they're well-placed everywhere. Overall, this film is just phenomenal. Great acting, great story. Evil holds no prejudice. There's a couple of things I didn't like about the film, especially, I think, and I'm going to ruin this, I'm not a fan of being violent towards, uh, you know, like uh, anybody, really, but, you know, violence towards kids in the films just really gets to me. And while it wasn't necessarily, you know, violence shown, actually, there was some violence towards kids in these films. Um, that is something that needs to be noted, and it's something I don't enjoy. But overall, the story, the amazing guerrilla-style cinematography of this film, the acting by the characters are really the, you know, the main, the main character, Pedro and his brother Jimmy. Oh, I got Pedro. Ah, Jimmy. It's your older brother, Pedro. Ah, you too serious, Jimmy. <laughs> you still cannot take joke, eh? We did hopeful. We did holy film in the, you know, in the demonic possession. And uh, you still cannot can take a joke, Jimmy. Oh my goodness. The demon ate your mother, Jimmy. <laughs> I mean, you gotta be able to laugh at that, right? Uh, it's your nephew, Santino. Yeah, he's the demon now. Ay, 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 Jimmy. Uh, you need to know how to take jokes, Jimmy. Sometimes life just throws curveball at you. There's nothing you can do. Sometimes you swing and you miss. Ay, 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 Jimmy. Soy tu hermano, Pedro. Bueno, Pedro, sí, te entiendo. Muchas gracias, Pedro. Es que no es muy bueno, eh, Pedro, bueno. Hey, Jimmy. The acting by those two gentlemen, congratulations. Appropriately terrible ending. 
appropriately terrible. This is not where the film to try to correct course in the middle of it. Everything is going well, really, really bad in the film, and suddenly the main character in the story turns that some bitch around. And now we'll have a nice, happy Hollywood ending. If that's what the audience wants. Not here. This thing went down a deep, dark, lonely path, and it never looked back. And it ends that way. It ends that way for Pedro, and it ends that way for Jimmy, and it ends that way for his mother and his son and the wife and the other kid and everybody involved and the girlfriend. What an absolutely phenomenal film. Fast-paced action. Like I said, you jump in, strap in, because this is a ride. As I mentioned, very few moments of well-placed levity and humor to alleviate the tension when needed, but for the most part, you know, get ready and strap in. Great music. Just really, really well done. It just really accentuates the action on the film and really takes you on this really horrific journey of entertainment and horror. So much so that we gave this film, when we reviewed it originally, a 10 out of 10, and it's a well-deserved 10 out of 10, and obviously number one on our list of the top five films that we consider the top five films that we reviewed uh, this year. Jimmy, what do you think about this list? Did they they just call me Jimmy? Uh, I I did just call you Jimmy. Oh my goodness. Oh my God. All right. Yeah, I'll give you a mulligan. Thank you. I appreciate that. Billy, what did you think about this list? Well, I think it's, you know, a real good list you have some stuff like you got the slashers you got the sci-fi space horror uh you got a story that takes place in my hometown or my home area the part of the country south texas round of applause for south texas uh you got uh, an homage to back to the future which uh, of course that was no way that wasn't gonna be in here so of course you gotta put totally killing there. but by the way you could have totally put I am not a serial killer, because that's also... Well, I mean, I'll just let you say... Totally! I am not a serial killer, Marty! No, 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 no. Honorable mention. Thank you for letting me know about this one, Billy. Honorable mention for the movie I Am Not a Serial Killer. I wanted to put it on this list simply because it has the duck. It has Easter eggs that reference his name. If you have not seen I Am Not a Serial Killer... Or the autopsy of Jane Doe. These are honorable mentions. All 50 of these things that we reviewed, I think, are worth watching. But if you can only pick five and do more, pick the five that I just described. And then I Am Not a Seer Killer and the autopsy of Jane Doe. Because I think those are really awesome films. And I really debated which ones to put on this list and not to put on this list. But do yourself a favor. Come back with me, Marty. And let's watch these films. Anyway, that is going to be it for... The part of the show where I review our reviews, uh, our top five movies that we reviewed this year. But what I want to do now, if I may, is I want to acknowledge stuff. Our little show here was listened to across 15 countries in the show. And to me, that's unbelievable. 
We started this show on September 30th with a little movie called Saw X. And I can't believe, you know, now the year is almost over, not even, not even three months later. And we're still doing this somehow and hopefully getting better and better and better at it and certainly enjoying it more and more and more. And we hope that you're enjoying it too. So what I wanted to do here in our last episode is not talk about any more new films. There's so many things that I, you know, that we can talk about. I actually really wanted to review probably, well, <laughs> I'm biased towards the Catholic Church horror. There's a film on this list that got a ghost episode on another platform that was not recorded and no one will ever know what that was except for the people that were listening to it at the time and I won't mention the platform just to continue to build the mystery here. Uh-huh, oh yeah, I like mystery, uh-huh. Macho Man Randy Savage making an appearance. Uh-huh, yeah. Cream of the crop, uh-huh. But I wanted to acknowledge all 15 countries that have listened to us and say, thank you for listening to us. We have no idea why you choose to listen to us. We're doing this thing because we like it. It's our show and we love having fun here and we hope that you like it too and that you're having fun when you listen to it. We laugh at some of the craziest shit uh, around here. I laugh at horror because it just tickles the phony bun for some reason and that's the reason why this show exists because horror, instead of making me scared or fear horrific stuff, makes me laugh. Uh, we did review a movie, uh, uh, St. Maud, which really didn't tickle a phony one, but I still thought it was a story worth mentioning. But for the most part, horror just tickles a phony bone. And the idea of maybe, you know, having other people out there who enjoy finding the funny in horror or, or adhering to some crazy person. <laughs> Talk about the funny in horror said, well, you know what? Well, everything will be fine. Why not? You know, let's give this a shot. And that's how the show was born. Let's see whether or not people have the same kind of humor and whether or not we can entertain people with the crazy shit that we do here with our script accurate interpretations of scenes as we are famous for, which I really enjoy. I do crazy voices in my head all the time and uh, you know, I like improvising scenes because it's just funny and it makes me laugh and I hope that it also makes you laugh. Anyway, I want to acknowledge using my favorite song here. All of the countries that have listened to us, as far as I know, on Spotify. And I'm going to start in alphabetical order. Thank you. Country number one here. I'll turn this off because I actually want to hear the applause. Thank you to whoever listened to us in Australia, specifically New South Wales. New South Wales, thank you for listening to the show. We really appreciate you being here. Congratulations. Flanders in Belgium. Thank you for listening to us. We appreciate you being part of our show. Merci. I think they also speak French. <laughs> Bolivia. Gracias por escuchar nuestro show. Específicamente en el departamento de Cochamba o Cochachamba. <laughs> Gracias. Brasil. Brasil. No falo mucho. No falo mucho. No falo mucho portugués. Más obrigado. And thank you for listening to us, Brazil. There's many locations in Brazil. 
You are listening to me in Rio Grande do Sul. Thank you. Obrigado. Sao Paulo, Rio, uh, Pernambuco, Parana, Caera, Federal District, Santa Catarina, Colombia. I'm sorry. Santa Catarina. All of these in Brazil. Obrigado, Brazil. Mont Muito obrigado. Bogota in Colombia. Bogota, you're on. Well, there we go. <laughs> Bogota, thank you so much for listening to us. We really appreciate you being here. Ecuador, I'm looking at you. Gracias. Pichincha. Gracias por escuchar. Two locations in India have listened to us. Rajasthan and Punjab. And I will say to you in Hindi, Danyavad. Hope that's right. <laughs> and in Tamil, Nandri. Thank you, India. Appreciate it. Ireland. 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 Thank you, Ireland. We appreciate you being here. Dublin, specifically. Italy. Que cosa. Now Monto grazie, Italy. Uh, specifically, uh, Italy in uh, the Lombardy region and uh, and me. I'm sorry, Lombardy. Ay ay ay, cocoa, smoky. Lombardy, Emilia Romagna, Emilia Grazie, Mont Emilia Grazie. New Zealand, thank you, Auckland, New Zealand, to be specific. Take a bow, Auckland, New Zealand. Well deserved. Mexico. Specifically in Michoacan and Jalisco, thank you for listening to me, Mexico. We really appreciate you being here and hope you'll continue to listen to us. Arriba. Viva Mexico, cabrones. Portugal, obrigado. Now, fala muito português, mas muito obrigado. Obrigado, Portugal. Specifically in Lisbon. Lisbon, Portugal. Switzerland, merci Switzerland, Vada Switzerland, Danke, grazie. A lot of languages in Switzerland. Oh, congratulations, Switzerland. Thank you, Vada. Thank you for listening. The United Kingdom, uh, the United Kingdom is checking in and good evening to you, Kutsa. Scotland, you coo. That's the only word I know how to say. Don't be so, don't have a coo. Thank you, Scotland. We appreciate you being here. And England, uh, proper. Thank you, England. Much appreciated your bane here. Thank you very much. Billy, what do you think about Ah, oh, my goodness. I had no idea that so many of these uh, countries were actually listening to you. Oh, I'm actually surprised uh, anybody uh, even, I mean, just right. Uh, right here, just listen to you. This is surprising to me. Seriously? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. And lay your hand off that button. You've been pushing that button too much. Which button? This button? Too loud. Anyway, we continue with... The United... The United States of America, where we are, our home and only home of horror. 
Thank you, Warwick, Rhode Island, for listening to us. Secaucus, New Jersey. You're listening. Thank you. Appreciate that. Somerset, Pennsylvania. If you're out there listening, Somerset, thank you so much. We appreciate you being here. Maryland, checking in. Thank you so much, Maryland. Here's one for you. Chestnut and Watertown, Massachusetts. Thank you so much for checking in. You know, the 2004 Boston Red Sox, Massachusetts, probably will go down as the greatest team in the history of baseball. And I know it's a big one for you, so congratulations. Oh, oh, New York is not going to like that. Now, New York is going to chime in in a bit, and New York is going to be like, what? What do you mean, the Boston Red Sox? What about murderers? What about the 1927 Yankees, man? All right, all right, New York. We'll get to you. Let Boston have its cake. That was a big one for them. Ah, uh, where was I? <laughs> Gilbert, Arizona. Thank you for listening to the show. We appreciate you. Ah, oh, and here we go. Start spreading the news. Ah, I'm sorry. Uh, Albany. And New York, New York. Thank you so much for listening to our show. And yes, the 1927 Yankees. One of the greatest teams in the history of baseball. You're absolutely right. No question about that. I only meant what that 2014 meant to the city of Boston. The Celtics suck. <laughs> I'm in LA after all. Ah, there you go, New York. How about that? New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. If you're chiming, you're clearly, you're clearly around. New Orleans. New Orleans. Let me know how I pronounce. I should pronounce that. I'm, I'm pronouncing it correctly. I think it's New Orleans. New Orleans. Anyway, thank you so much. Think about. It. Texas. Ooh, hot dog, Billy. Your hometown. Uh, well, your home state, Texas. What do you think about that? We got here, Duncanville, San Antonio, Dallas. And Garland, Texas, Billy, it's all you. Well, I gotta say that, what, you know, I, I am not surprised that Texas is chiming in, considering they got, you know, one of their uh, hometown boys as, uh, I'm gonna say, the co-host of this show. Oh, you're considering yourself a co-host now? Well, no, I mean, I'm an intricate part. No, there's no way of getting rid of me now. I'm probably the main attraction, to be honest. Ah, of course. Anyway, Texas. Thank you. Florida! Tampa! Orlando! Thank you for being here. We really appreciate you joining in. So many, so many places and so many locations that uh, have really listened to us and we're really appreciative, uh, appreciative of all the locations. And Apopka... And Miami and Florida as well. So not just Tampa and Orlando. And of course, our home state, California. Suisun, if you're listening, thank you very much. San Leandro and Lake Elsinore. Elsinore, thank you so much for listening to our show. We appreciate you being here. Artesia and Irvine take a bow. 
The Inland Empire, Riverside, and Fontana checking in. Thank you for being part of our show. We appreciate you being here. Anaheim. Orange County listens to us. Amazing. Thank you so much, Orange County. We appreciate you being here. South El Monte, whoever you are out there, South El Monte, talk to us. Let us know who you are. We want to know everything about anything that you're listening to. Thank you so much, South El Monte. We're all the way over in the Yucal Valley, so thank you very much, Yucal Valley. Really appreciate you being here. Santa Clara, California listens to Rex Rated R Horror Movie Review Show. Congratulations and thank you for being here. Pacoima, Anna Souza, a couple more of our California brothers and sisters who listen to us. Thank you so much. Rialto and Bellflower. Think about it. You deserve it. San Francisco, I left my home in San Francisco. San Francisco, thank you for listening to us. I haven't been to San Francisco in a couple of years, but you know what? Take another bow. I'm going to go there soon. West Hollywood, you are listening to us and we see you. Thank you so much, West Hollywood. Now I'm getting into cities that really, really, there's a ton of listeners here. Now there's more people here. <laughs> Centers of population. But Altadena, thank you for the love and the support, not just in this show, but Altadena is also big on the Instagram and the TikTok. So thank you so much, Altadena. And of course, Santa Monica checks in too. Thank you so much for those people listening in Santa Monica. Beverly Hills, that's where I want to be. Thank you, Beverly Hills. We appreciate you very much. Montevideo, checking in. Thank you so much for those of you that listen to us in Montevideo. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. And of course, last but certainly not least, a little city that you may have heard of. Los Angeles, California. Thank you so much for the support. There's so many of you listening to us in Los Angeles. And I just want to say thank you so much for listening to us. And this is our last episode of the year. And thanks to everybody who has listened to us across the strait, across the country and across the world. We really are. It's crazy to think <laughs> that we are listened to in so many different countries across the world in three months. So congratulations to all of you. And we hope to see you again next year. And that's going to be it for this episode, I think. There's no better way to end it than to say more thank yous and Happy New Year and the best each and every one of you that listens to us. And thank you so much for being here, Billy. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, yeah, thanks to you for having me. Hey, thanks to everybody. Thank you. Happy New Year and happy holidays. And we'll see you again next time on another exciting episode of Rick's Horror Movie Review Show. That's Rick's Rated R Horror Movie Review Show, where we will review more 
think that I related to horror. Horror movies, horror TV shows, documentaries, everything and anything that has to do with horror. And we will do our first video game next year. I guarantee it. A little teaser for you. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And that's going to be it. Have a good night.